Welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is Season 3, Episode 16, the one with the morning after. Oh, boy. Woof. Yeah, you know, we we were dreading this so much. I know. And we, like, really built up to it. But... It's actually not as painful as I remembered it being. Oh my gosh, that's funny because I wrote, this is always so painful to watch. <laughs> so uh, maybe, I've done, maybe I'm just in a different, more breezy place maybe right now. More, I don't know. I but, think generally you're in a more breezy place than me. <laughs> is that because you are recovering from dying from the flu? Yes, I think so. Just a mild case of death. There's been right. a lot of sickness yeah. here in the Renee household. This last year, I feel like trying to get healthy. It is also winter there and summer here, so I don't know if that's making up for some of the breeziness. I guess. But, well, but, like, they do the recap at the beginning, and I was like, oh, painful. But then, like, it almost immediately goes into, like, comedy. You know what I mean? Like, there's all this... I just feel like they find a way to make it funny. I know, but I also, it's funny that we are having such different perspective. As I said, the only thing, like the laugh track is everywhere. And the only thing I think is funny is when Ross moves the covers and like only his eyeball shows. Ah, yes, that classic, Mm -hmm. the iconic um, blanket sit up Mm -hmm. and the, yes, very iconic. Very well done, David Schumer. Yes, that's the only part that makes me laugh. Otherwise, I'm mad. Um and also funny, Matt used to have those same sheets. What? Mm-hmm. They're like tan, stripey? Yep. And there's one in the back that's wow. like maroon with kind of like squarish things. Like on a pillow maybe. Yeah. He had those. I feel like it was like, that was back when everybody had to get their sheets from like JCPenney Ex- I was just thinking JCPenney. Yeah. There were like four yeah, options. Yeah, and it was like... Kenneth Cole men's collection or Cole mm-hmm. Hahn men's yep. wear. It was like, yeah, there was like four men's ones and like a thousand tropical women's. There's also a scene in New Girl once where the guys make like a tent. They're having like a guy's night and they make a tent. And the sheets they use to Do make the tent. you mean make a fort? Yeah, what did I say? A tent? Yeah, make a fort, not a tent. They make a fort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A living room tent, a.k.a. a fort. Um <laughs> They make a fort, and the sheets they use are sheets that Matt also owned. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he owned all these still when we got married, and then he unowned all of them and because we got married. them for <laughs> I was like, listen, most of these don't have, like, the set anymore, and I'm all for having and a backup. like... But, but, like, you're, like, navy and maroon yeah, JCPenney yeah. sheets. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I bought him – well, actually, it was when we were dating. I bought him a set of gray sheets. I was like, hi, yeah, you need these. <laughs> it's time. Hi. Ikea can solve all your problems with Oh, my gosh, with yeah. I'm like, these were, you know, like $39 from Target. It's not a life-changing purchase. But <laughs> he's a man of, 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 very, of very few purchases that are not tools. So anyway. That's fair enough. Um, when I, he's also, I feel like, like you, where you just go, well, what? there's nothing wrong with them. I'll just use them until yeah. they break. Like Pretty much. Uh, Renee and I just talking about her computer that's like from the 90s. <laughs> it's from 2011, Ashley. Give me a break. So it's, so <laughs> oh my it's only nine years old. It's only nine years old. Or my manicure that's only seven weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> 
Renee will literally use things until it's like, she's like, I can just tape it back. I can just tape the nails on. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm getting a new phone this month. It's fine. Also old. But anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. I was going to say, talking about the sheets, though, that when I met Ben, he had white sheets. And I remember thinking, what a risky choice. But he converted me. And now I have white sheets, too, because I always used to use gray. Yeah. We're a white sheet family over here. that's nice. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. No, not like in the, not in like the KKK. Oh, I didn't think that. We're talking about sleeping. Okay. They're innocent. Okay, good. No, you're fine. Um, anyway, now that Ashley's outed herself as a white sheet family, um, (laughs) so we've got this opening with Ross and Chloe and blah, 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 blah. We've also got Monica putting fruit on her ceiling with her blender. And, um, when... She's like, how was the big anniversary dinner? And Rachel's like, well, we didn't get to dinner. And she's like, ooh, la, la, nice. And she's like, no, we kind of broke up instead. It's so shocking. I mean, obviously, like, that's not how anybody saw this anniversary thing going. But anyway. um, Yeah. I mean, the guys were shocked the night before when Ross showed up at the bar. And was like, we decided to break up instead. And they were like, what? You know, everybody's totally shocked like obviously they've been having a lot of tension and stress and problems I think that's what make the last episode so much more painful than this one for me because in the last one they spend you know half the episode like setting that scene and like really like leaning more into the miscommunication and problems Mm -hmm. and it's just like all that built up stress yeah so everybody would have seen that one but um, yeah yeah, didn't think that it meant that they were going to break up I think what's so hard, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think what's so hard about this one is that I, I I mean, I try, you know, I hate on Ross a lot. I know that. But I think what he does, two things he does are so incredibly hurtful and Rachel's just so heartbroken by these two things that it's just really hard for me to watch because you can tell she's still in love with him, but she can't like recon- reconcile what he's done, you know? And I think that's what makes it so painful for me to watch. Like she doesn't want to break up with him, but she doesn't feel she has a choice because she's like, I don't even recognize you anymore with what you've done. What are the two things? The two things are sleeping with Chloe and yeah. running around town making sure she doesn't find out. I almost think uh, yeah. I almost think that's more painful than than what he did, honestly, because Let, let's get yeah, yeah, let's get to that. Okay, I I think I had I like made some comments about that too that I wanted to say. Yeah, okay, so we got Ross and Chloe. Chloe's talking about her dog. She's such a ditz. Like she just has no clue what's going on in the real like, world. I feel like she went from like the cool copy girl who was like, and then or maybe not because we don't really know much about her beforehand but she's just really like like on like how do I what's the word like she's just like really hyper yeah and like high energy in a very annoying way yeah, she's like a hamster Even in the, yeah and the club scene last night yeah. which we thought like was she on drugs and then like this morning she's like what's going on with that and just like her 
like you know swirling her hands around yeah. and like moving her head a bunch and just, just very annoying i think she's just like you know 19 or 20 or whatever she is you know like i think mm-hmm. she's just young and ditzy is kind of the nicest word i can say like she just kind of Ugh, that's, I didn't think about it from that factor. Like, Ross is, what, here, 27, At 29. Least. What does he say when Chandler's like, do you want some chocolate milk? And he's like, no, thank you. I'm 29. Yeah, I mean, he's I definitely closer to 30 than he is to 20. And she's 19. I mean, I'm Ugh. guessing she's 19 or something like that. Well, she's, she's definitely 20, younger. Well, like 21, maybe, maybe, she got into the bar. Yeah, we'll like, say she's 21, but obviously but, a ugh, young 21 – and like yeah. she just, I didn't think about you know, that. I don't expect I expect people in relationships to be responsible for relationships that they're in. I don't really expect other people to be responsible for those relationships. However, when someone says, "If you're married, that's okay," you know, you don't exactly inspire a lot of hope for me to want to yeah, like have my boyfriend hang out around you. He wasn't looking for like the next mother to his children, like at that point. No, I know, and so but I I'm, hear you. but I'm just saying, like. Her personality in general. That's, I'm just com- kind of commenting to her character. Like, oh, definitely. She just well, doesn't the next morning, she's, take a lot of care. The next, the next morning, she's like, good luck with your girlfriend, and then tries to kiss her. I know. You know I'm like, like, she just is has yeah. no sense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't even know if her intentions are bad or good. I don't even think she has intentions. I literally think she's just making every decision ever, as every step she takes. Like, she just kind of is doing what well, sounds good next. Because she's 21. Maybe she thinks that, like Isaac, she thinks that monogamy is too cruel a Oh my gosh, that guy. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so they're at the apartment and he, okay, so he gets this call from Rachel, gets the voicemail or answering machine, excuse me. Um, And he, you know, kind of changes his tune Whereas the last time he talked to Rachel, he slammed the phone in her face and hung up. And now he gets her voicemail and he's like, well, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know why he slammed the because phone in her? Because he heard her. that what's his name was there. That's all. Because he assumed that she broke up with him and then called Mark right away. But he didn't bother listening once again. He only hears what he wants to hear. Oh, Renee, we've talked about this. I'm sorry. If you were convinced that Matt was in love with somebody else, broke up with you, and then the second you called, you heard this other woman in the background, you wouldn't be like, you're right. Let me calm down. No. Go ahead. I'm not saying you should, but the problem is, is that Ross always wants everyone to instantly listen to everything he has to say and never assume the worst of him. But he never gives anyone else that benefit. So it's just difficult. Does he never or did he just not in this one instance? Um, When he was throwing shoes at Rachel, he wasn't listening to her. When he was yelling at her about Marcel, he wasn't listening to her. He does it all the time. Okay. We're going to have to agree to disagree. Even so, though. No, no. I think you're right there that he that he wasn't listening but I don't no, think I know what I'm you mean. I'm somebody for like yes. getting broken up with and then th- conf- thinking all of your worst fears this whole time that they were like, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then confirming the second like she broke up with me. And then the first thing she did was call this guy over. See, I knew it. Totally. Like th- that is not the moment to be like, oh, be quiet and listen and be rational and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't blame him for that. Totally. I don't blame him for being upset. I really don't. Um, and for thinking what he thought. And like, yes. so I don't think he changed his tune. Cause it was like, she was super upset with him. He went to the club. 
she had Mark over and they talked it out because this is what she was talking to Monica about that morning, right? And then she was like, yeah, look, like it's been really frustrating. It's been really hard. Mind you, because, you know, she's not doing a great job of balancing work and boyfriend and he's been really like, you know, uncool about it. But she was like, that's been really frustrating, but I still love him. So I want to like work it out. I don't know why I said the whole let's take a break thing. And so like, it's not like a change the tune because then he thought he got broken up with and, you know, his girlfriend was cheating on him, right? Or like not cheating because he thought they were broken up, but, you know, he thought she was with this guy, like his worst fears confirmed. And so then, the, you know, when he's like in his right mind and has had some time to cool off with the company like, of someone stupid. else. He didn't cool off with the company of somebody else. That I feel like was totally unrelated. I feel like taking some time apart, sleeping on it, mm-hmm. that's what they should have done in the first place. Yep. Like, I think that's what's given him the clarity of mind. I think that, like, every other decision that he made was a mistake because he was just so distraught thinking that Rachel was hooking up with Mark. Yeah. But I think that, like, now that they've had the time and clarity, you know, the time that they needed, they're both like, what? This is so silly. Mind you, he wasn't the one that said, let's break up, you know? So he was thinking all this was happening to him, even though he was fighting so hard to, like, not let this slip away. Right. And not, he wasn't doing it in the right way, but that's what he he was doing. Um, and, And when I say not in the right way, I mean, like, you know, he was being way too, like, not clingy, but like you said, like he wants everyone to listen right now and forgive right now yeah. and da 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 right now and all that. But anyway, I don't think he changed his tune. I think he was just like, he thought he got broken up with. He was super upset. And then she calls and is like, this is so silly. And he's like, oh my God, yay, cool. Yay, okay, she realizes she's coming around. That's my spiel. Mm. Okay. I guess, yeah, I see that. Because he never wanted to, he wasn't like, well, then screw you. I'm going to go. You know what I mean? Like, none of that was like intentional, purposeful. He just happened to get drunk at the club and this girl threw, her, like, this hot 21-year-old threw herself at him. Yeah, so, which I still have, like, it's lim- limited sympathy for that. Like, he still could have said no, but I guess he didn't think okay, he had I feel to. Like, let's, like... I feel like let's line up eight out of ten, like not you know, ten men, and just see what would happen. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not saying eight out of ten it. wouldn't do it. I still think it's wrong for the eight out of ten that would, if they really um, wanted to make things work. Like, even if he thought they were broken up, because once again, and Ross he thought she was cheating, or she had Mark over right then in that second. I don't think it's right. I don't think he should have done it. Right. But I think if we're looking at like what's like like I'm if we're thinking about like oh he did this thing to Rachel like not really Ooh. it was a misunderstanding in my opinion yeah I guess I guess what I think is that even if he thought she broke up with him Ross has never given up on Rachel right like he's always badgered her to forgive him etc whatever and I think even if he was mad that Mark was over, even if he thinks his biggest fears are being realized, until he knows them for sure, he's probably still going to try to get her back. And I don't know how he didn't have the foresight to know that and to know that this would hurt his case, probably. You know what I mean? I, I, 
No, because I feel like it's really easy for you and I to sit here and be like, he should have confirmed what he thought. But like when you are so sure that something is going on, you don't realize it's an assumption. Do you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the thing of it is you don't even realize that you're making an assumption because we're sitting here with like, you know, heads clear watching this, knowing what's going on. It's a fiction show, etc. And it's easy to be like, oh, but that's not what really was happening. But like. I guess just like try to think back to past relationships of yours or like something, I don't know if there's been something with Matt where there was this like huge misunderstanding where like you didn't even realize that that wasn't the case because you were just so sure that that's what was happening because all the facts that had presented themselves to you at that point, like you don't, I don't know. That's, I think that's part of the problem with miscommunication, right? Is like, if we all realized that it was like, oh, well, but this is my perspective or this is my assumption. Ash, I'm not like, saying it's not a miscommunication. I totally agree with you. I think I'm just saying. I don't, but I'm, but I, there's no like, oh, he should have got the facts. Like he thought he had the facts. No, I know. But I'm still saying, even if he thought he had the facts, I still think even if Rachel would have slept with, what's his name? Well, I can't ever remember his name. Mark. Mark. I think that, <laughs> I think that he still, I truly do believe he probably still want would have wanted to be with her. That Ross still would have wanted to be with Rachel. And I don't see okay. how sleeping with Chloe would have gotten him back closer to that goal is all I'm saying. I'm not saying right. it was right or, well, I, mean, I am saying it was wrong in my opinion, but I don't think it's because – I don't think he just did it because he thought Mark was there. Maybe that's why, just because they broke up. But I just, like – it bums me out because I'm like, oh, it's kind of like when you think you want to, I don't know, eat a whole thing of ice cream and then later you're like, why did I do that? Okay, yeah, but, like, I guess it's the same thing where, like – you don't sit down and go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat this entire tub of ice cream. Like, I think yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, it's probably. like he didn't go to this club thinking, I'm going to find the first chick I lay eyes on and I'm going to sleep with totally. her. That'll teach Rachel. Yeah, like, you're right. That would have been like intentional and malicious. Yeah. He went there to talk to his guy friends. They were, they tried to help. He got, you know, way out in like the rage spiral. And then I think he just went like basically like blacked out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, I'm not excusing it because if this was my boyfriend, I would not be at all happy about this. Um, but I'm just saying like there's a difference between intention and you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he intentionally did this. I don't think he was like, you know, to hell with Rachel. I'm going to sleep with Chloe. I think it was just like. He was literally so shattered and depressed, thinking the best thing in my entire life, like, she's broken up with me and she's already moved on. Like, she is with this other guy who I had suspicions about this whole time. And like, that's it. I th That's it for me. And yeah, I still think you're, I think you're right. I think he definitely would have tried to win her back. But if he was like thinking clearly valiant efforts, Ross, he would have marched right over to the apartment and like confronted Mark, you right. know, and been like, no, that would have been get out. Move. Rachel's mine, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so that's why I don't think, and like, we know that he's that type of person. That's why I don't think he was in his right mind. That's a really that's good what point. That's what he would have done. That's a really good point, Ash. I like that. Okay. I'll take and so it I think he view. was just like despair and Chloe caught him in like his moment of most vulnerable and most weak. Yeah. You're right. Not that I want to blame the woman for everything. I don't think it's all Chloe's fault. Because like you said, she's just like going along with like 
whatever the fairies is in front of her at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but she it's bad all around. It's, it's bad, bad all around. around. Yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. And she's still there looking for her freaking shoes. Get it together, woman. Who just takes a shower in somebody's house? Like, just get out of there. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. She should have. She's like helping herself to the bath salts. Aromatherapy. <laughs> you want to light a candle, girlfriend? Jeez. Get out of there. Um, but she has no urgency. She's just like, yeah, good luck with your girlfriend. Here's a good luck kiss. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. So then Rachel comes over. They hug. They make up. Everything's good as far as Rachel knows. And Ross hopes it's good as far as he knows. Now, the guys with the terrible advice. Now, I will yes. give it to Ross. His instincts were very good here because I do think all in all, in any relationship other than murder, I don't think anything is beyond repair. I think within your own relationship, you have to deem what is forgivable and what is not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there is a rule book, unfortunately. I think that people have done horrible things to each other and forgiven each other. And I think that's beautiful. So, that being said, I don't think he's completely doomed until he takes the advice from these dum-dums, you know? Yeah, so I am totally with you. And my problem here is like, you're totally right. So Ross's first thing was like, oh, you know, he was talking to the guys and he's like, I just am so worried, you know, about what she's going to say and how she's going to react when I tell her. And that's when Joe and Chandler are like, no. And Chandler, who like, why would you ever take relationship Honestly. advice from Honestly. Chandler Bing? At this point, <laughs> no. And Joey, even worse. No. I mean, there's no relationship advice yeah. to be had. No, Joey's just very selfish and focused on the one thing. And Chandler, like, even when he's with Monica he's starting to kind of learn but it takes a while because of Monica yeah it takes a long time but like the what bugs me is when because I think a lot of people think like this probably not our podcast listeners because y'all are great because y'all have heart the gold and you aren't dirty rotten scoundrels smart smart, smarties out there listening dirty rotten scoundrels (laughs) scallywags scallywags (laughs) um when Ch- so I, I think a lot of people think this. Chandler says this line and he goes, you can't tell her this. You're just going to hurt her. And that's and then like Joey starts piling on too, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I like started shaking my head because I'm like, no, the sleeping with someone else is what hurt her. Telling her about like not telling her the truth. I don't know. It just bugs when people are like, oh, I, I didn't want to tell you because I don't want to hurt you. If you didn't want to hurt me, you, you didn't shouldn't do have the hurtful done thing. the hurtful action. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You lying to me or omitting it mm-hmm. is not. That's so you don't get hurt by me. me. 100 mm-hmm. percent that is so you don't yep. so when so when Chandler's like, you're only gonna hurt her, I'm like, dude, you already hurt her. You hurt her last yep. night. And so yep. now I think that's true. And in so many relationships, it's like I, I, I've had to talk to Ben about this before where it's like, OK, there was the thing that upset me. But then your reaction, your choice in those moments afterwards where you knew I was hurt, 
this is a bit different, right? Because she doesn't know about this. So Ross feels like he could potentially cover it up and protect her from it the whole time and, and wait till their relationship is back on stable ground to then bring it up. I don't know. Bad advice. But I, I think that must be what he is thinking. But like, yeah. there's been fights that Ben and I've had before where like something small will have happened or something big or small will have happened and I'll be upset. And it, it's truly so much more about his actions and reactions in those first moments after I've been hurt that can either go like okay that was a mistake and he apologizes or this is what he meant and I didn't understand and whatever or the cover-up or the deflection or the ignore or that you know what I mean and those actions make it exponentially worse if it's like something happened and then instead of just being like oh, yeah, sorry, I shouldn't have spoken to you like that. It was like, well, whatever. Or, you know, like, well, yeah. I was mad. Or like, that, I'm just like, that's when I just start to like, like I think like smoke comes out of my ears. And it's just like, <laughs> hmm? do you know what I mean? And so yeah. that's what I feel like is happening here. I totally agree with you. Obviously, she's not going to be happy. Obviously. Oh, no. And and she might know. break up with you. Like, that's a real possibility. You but know? you owe her the truth. But Everyone out the there, pos- take yeah. that from this. You owe yeah. your partner, your relationship partner, your and, and friend, I think, whatever it is, the truth. And I think once again, like it is, it's saying that you're going to make the choice for her. Yes. You know what I mean? Like telling somebody the truth and letting them decide what to do with it is the right thing to do always. Yes. You withholding it is choosing what they get to do. Because them not having all the facts doesn't make them, doesn't put you in an honest relationship in any way, shape, or form. No. And, you know, when Joey's like, yeah, I'm all for being totally honest, except for when it gets you in trouble. I'm like, what? Seriously. They're just such dum-dums. Yeah. I mean, you can see that that's how Joey lives his life. Obviously. But yeah, so now they've convinced him to cover the trail, which is Chloe, Isaac, Jasmine, Phoebe. I see Ross, like, what's funny is that they're, they, it's like all these things, like when you said dirty, rotten scoundrels, you actually kind of right, because they, they're like seasoned with this. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to cover it up. Okay, you're going to have to lie. Okay, who else could tell her? Okay. And it's like so much more effort doing that just to not get in trouble. Uh-huh. And he's yeah. like oblivious. He's like, the trail? He's like, no, I don't think there is one. Like, he clearly is, this is not something he does to women. Um, right. So he's not familiar with it. But yeah, so Chloe apparently immediately, I don't know, called Isaac on her way to work so he could tell his sister. Well, they're at work together. So they she probably mentioned when he was like, oh, I lost you at the party last what night. What happened to you last night? But yeah. how did his sister find out and her I was roommate. wondering that. I was thinking Like that maybe... is like Pony Express style. Like there was not yeah. text messaging. There was not Facebook. Well, I was wondering I if maybe his sister like came in in the morning maybe. to do something, like drop him off a coffee. Maybe got or maybe, some coffee on the maybe way. Maybe called him to be like, hey, Isaac, are you coming out? Like, are you picking me up for tonight to go see mom and dad? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it just feels like this happened really quickly. Yeah. I think you. Um, we can assume that it takes place over the course of an entire day. Because I guess Rachel that's true. Because comes over to Ross's house before work um, and yeah. he's got the day off. For some Apparently, reason. no dinosaur yeah. emergencies. No, no dino emergencies that day. But yeah, so he uh, gets the trail and he gets to Jasmine. <laughs> well, first of all, he gets to Isaac. 
Yeah. And, and they're Isaac's the same. like, and you Isaac. dog, we're the same. He's like, no, we're different. He's like, we're the same. We're the He's like, no, same. we're not. I'm like, but are you so different, Ross? Honestly, you're running that. around town uh-huh. covering up your tracks mm-hmm. from your little hussy spending the night. I don't feel like you're that different in this moment. I feel like this is an Isaac situation. I was thinking, um, I was, what was I thinking? Oh, yeah. I was thinking that, like, Ross is standing there, like, in his pea coat and his gelled hair, looking at, like, pothead Isaac with his afro, um, thinking, like, um, thinking, like, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm so above all this. But I was like, you can almost see him sitting there looking at him, like, on his high horse. But I was just like, but at the core, like, you're all dirty dog dudes. Yeah, seriously. They are the same, at least in this moment. So whatever. Um, yeah. And then he gets to Jasmine, and she's cute, I think. You did a you bad, bad thing. thing. Um, very bad. I know. Very, very bad. She's very cute. Um, and also, I'm just thinking, like, man, if a guy came up to me and was like, oh, yeah, can you not tell my girlfriend that I hooked up with your b- brother's friend? I would be like, nope, sorry. Well, he's like, I love her very much, and I want to be the, I want to have the chance to t- like tell her myself. And so, the, I feel like the way that he appealed to Jasmine, I was thinking yeah, that too. I guess I was that's kind true. Of like, you're running around all over town, but so like for Isaac, he's like, don't say anything. And yeah. For Jasmine, he's like, I love her, and I want to be the one to tell her. I was like, yeah. okay, that yeah, that's that true. Would appeal to me, yeah. I'd be like, you have 24 hours. <laughs> I guess, like, if it was somebody I knew and was friends, like, if it was you, I'd be like, tough nuggies, I've already texted her. But, like, if it was anyone else. (laughs) We're watching Predators of the Serengeti. Jeez. (laughs) Um, I feel like, yeah, if if it was anybody else, I probably would be like, find a time in the next 24 hours, call them, meet with them right now, like... They, yeah. I don't want them to go through life realizing that, you know, like they shouldn't have to go through another day knowing that like they're being lied to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess if it was somebody I didn't know that well, I probably, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be like, fine, but you have yeah, a week. Yeah, I guess that's or, You know true. what I mean? Because she doesn't really know Rachel that well. Yeah, but she doesn't know Ross that well either, you know. Because that's why I doesn't think really... she's probably like not going to stand herself yeah. in the middle. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then unfortunately for Ross. Oh, the worst. Jasmine lives with Gunther and Gunther has been awaiting for the opportunity. This is, this is oh my God. This is the best thing that's happened to Gunther in a really long time. There is no way that he wouldn't immediately no. slink off to Rachel. But I was just, could you imagine? Could you imagine oh. finding out your boyfriend cheated on you from Gunther? No. And what I can't imagine more that literally makes my stomach turn is sitting there after finding this out and seeing my boyfriend Uh, run in and beg Gunther not to tell uh, me. It's, it, I honestly think is almost worse. I really do almost think it's worse than the cheating. You know what? I've never thought It's harder to swallow. Because in TV and movie and like set land, when people are sitting like three inches away from each other, there's this like assumption that they can't hear each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I always 
assumed that he's up at the coffee shop, he's up at the coffee counter talking to Gunther. And so Rachel's sitting across the room and can't hear what's happening. But you're totally right. Like he rushes into Gunther right away. And he can, she can probably, like, if she couldn't hear it, she could probably assume what was happening. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I've never thought of that. And that, like, like, I would have probably stormed out before he saw me because that is just. I think she had to be in such utter shock. Because it's one thing to find throwing stuff at him right there in the coffee shop. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, I think. She was already shocked enough to find out and heartbroken enough to find out. But then she watches Ross basically try to cover it up, which is even worse. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. That, I think that's what I find so hard to forgive. Yeah, because I guess that's like, so here's the thing, like, if... If my stance where it's just like a horrible, horrible mistake that he made in his most vulnerable moments, like right. she would think that he loved her enough that as soon as he realized what he did, he would tell her, yeah. right? Like this was the worst mistake I've ever made in my entire life, yep. which he, he does say that eventually, but it's like, I think she <laughs> a little thinks too that late. he's... A, yeah, like the decent enough guy that like that morning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He should have he should have done it that morning. But like, I think you're right. But then knowing that it's like, not only did he not come to me right away to tell me the truth and apologize, he was running around town mm-hmm. trying to hide it. Ugh. That's where it's like, he's pulling a Joey. Or, you know, like he's, yeah. he like, she's just like, okay, he's actually not a good guy. Yeah. And I thought he was. Yeah. And I think that's what she's like. It's totally changed me. Like it's totally yeah, changed I think you. You're right. In my that opinion, makes that make I was okay. That makes that make so much more sense because every time I'd seen that before, I was just thinking like when she's like, "I thought you were someone who could never ever hurt me," and so I was like, "Okay, so the cheating." Like he had been hurting her, like in mm-hmm. their relationship, not listening and all these things, and I was kind of like, "Okay, I guess it's the cheating." But I think you're right. It's like not only did he cheat on me, and maybe and like she does like getting ahead of myself here, but like. She does say the thing about, like, you're not going to get off on a technicality. But I think it's, yeah. like, it's not the technicality of, like, you cheated or whatever. I think you're right. I think it's, like, and then you didn't, you know, you were trying to you were trying to protect yourself, mm-hmm. not trying to protect me. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, this rumor was going all over yeah. town. People that I don't even care about. Gunther. You know what I yeah. mean? Like Right. Like this is humiliating enough. Yes, and 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 so like and all then of to these watch him try to cover it up. Know. Yeah, and I don't. I'm blindsided, and then even worse, it's not that you. It's not just that you lied to me or that you hid it from me. It's now that you're actively running around town instead of coming right to me. Right, you're spending your time and energy trying to cover it up. Yeah. Ugh, it's guys, horrible. don't be, don't it's do horrible. this, don't be this person. Honestly, I really do think, and obviously. Getting ahead of ourselves, as usual, Ross and Rachel go back together so he, she can find a way to forgive him. But he, you know, this is just so much insult to injury. You know what I mean? Like the covering up and running around town thing is just, it really is. I, insult to injury is the best way I can describe it. He's just, like, I just feel like he must be just beside himself and out of his mind. Because like you said, okay, I think that what, normally would have happened ross would have marched over to the apartment that night and like punched mark in the face or kicked him out or whatever and like tried to claim rachel back as his own so clearly he was thinking no she's made her decision and it's mark not me 
And mm-hmm. so then, you know, he slept with this girl like in his most vulnerable. And then his instinct the next morning was to tell her. And but then, you know, he got talked into not telling her. I just feel like he must be like, it's almost like a wounded trapped animal and they just start lashing out and doing things that are harmful because they're just freaking out. And I kind of feel like Ross knows so much better and normally is so like, you know what I mean? Like this wouldn't be, he's normally like a nip it in the bud. Like let's deal with this right here and now. And so all of this stuff is just like, he must just be so out of sorts to be acting like this. I think, I, I think I think this is out of character for Ross. I do too. But you know what's not out of character? Uh, Him not giving her a second of free time and space. Yes. To think. I hate, I hate that. I was going to say that when you were talking about like, I didn't want to jump ahead too much, but when you were talking about the like, she eventually finds time to forgive him or, you know, she does find it to forgive him. Like, I, I can't stand that he's like this can't be over and you know she's like well how come I whatever and I'm like how can you neither of you can say that like she just found out this is the hours before she found out that you were cheating on her or that you had cheated on her not worked Mm -hmm. he wasn't it wasn't a pattern but like she just found out that you cheated on her and then tried to cover it up like of course she's not gonna be like okay let's move past it like Mm -hmm. okay we can get through this like I'm just like, give both of you yeah. need some time away from each other. Well, she tried to get him to leave several times and she did. he would she did. not. He yep. would not. Because I think he Instead, he keeps trying he to walks... kiss her. And I'm just like, well, he, dude. He, he, he does towards the end because he's desperate. But I think that he thinks if he walks out that door, it's over. So well, I guess think what? He thinks like. Once again, he's trying to control her narrative and he needs to just yeah. let her make her own choices. He needs. I honestly think that even then, if he would have been like, uh, Rachel, like, I, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I feel so awful. You know, I can't believe I've done this to you. I know I've hurt you and blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, just, Mm -hmm. I think if he would have poured his heart out and then been like, I'll understand if you never want to see me again or talk to me again, which is making himself a little bit of the victim. But like, I get if he, just say all, say your piece. Mm -hmm. And then go home, Ross. Yep. Like honestly, I, yeah, it might have been a space. couple of weeks, and they probably would have like limped back into the relationship. I think so too, because she she started out this episode by saying like, "Yes, things are frustrating, but I really love your dumb brother." Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I think she would have, even with the cheating, I think she would have realized like, you know, everyone else would have talked to her. She would have had an opportunity. You know, they would have been like. Ross is not a cheater. Like, you know, he's not. Yeah. He's not. He's He's been loyal to one woman for like 10 years. And then yeah. now he's with the girl that he loved since, you know, high school. So it's not like, I think she would have realized, wow, yeah, like for him to have done that, that was not actually him. Yeah. And I think she would have forgiven him. But Yeah. But he doesn't me, give her that chance. And what frustrates me is that the entire fight in the first place, the entire breakup and fight in the first place was because he wasn't giving her space and respecting her boundaries. Right. And yet here they are again. She asks him to leave and he's sitting there staring at her at the kitchen table. Yeah. And he says he wants to talk about it. What are you thinking? What? And I was just like, you're, you're doing exactly what you were doing for the last five weeks that has driven her away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to watch. And she's obviously so 
heartbroken. She's just like beside herself. And he's just badgering her again. And I feel like I don't know what I would have done, but I would have got him out of my face. Yeah. Like yeah. she did try to tell him to leave and he didn't. I don't know. Maybe I would have like gone locked over to the guy's apartment and locked myself in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like locked myself in my room or like be like, okay, let's go. And like followed him out, like have him walk out the door and lock him out. I don't know. Cause he yeah. might've just stood there banging on the door, but I like, I, I don't know. Or I would have like called, like tried to call Monica or Phoebe. Obviously she wouldn't have got hold of them cause they were in the other room, in Monica's bedroom, which we'll get to. But I would have done something. I would have been like, I'm going to call the police and have you extracted if you do not leave my house. Like, give me 10 minutes. My God. (laughs) He just needs to get out of her face. He's making it so much worse. I know. It's really bad. Anyway. It's really bad. I hate that. I know. It's so bad. And um, then, like, at one point, she brings up, okay, what if I did sleep with Mark? And he's like, oh, yeah, um, that'd be fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, sure, he's, Ross. He's, I mean, he's like, yeah, I would have forgiven you. And I also am like, I hate these, like, well, what what would you do in my, like, those, like, that's totally. Where, like, what, it's, you right, and I, you never you know, know. And we're like, you well, don't what, know. what would we have done? I hate no, I know. Kind of, I know, yeah, but reasoning. he tries to act so cool about it. And then as soon as she gets a little bit technical on the details, he, like, yeah. flips out. And, you know, it's just like, I think she was just, she wasn't, she wasn't actually looking for an answer. She was just trying to show him, would you be forgiving me this second? No, you wouldn't. Right. That's the point, Ross. I need a minute. Get out of my face because if this was the other way around, there's no way you would just be forgiving me and getting back together with me. Well, I wish she would have been able to say and articulate it. And I get it because I don't know that I would have been able to articulate it in the minute either, but just been like... If you're making me an- give you an answer right now, the answer is going to be no. Right. So get out the of my face. The alternative, yeah, get out of my face. Give me time and space. I will call you when I'm ready yeah. to talk to you and I'll let you know. But if you're going to force me to give you an answer right now, it's no. Right. Totally. And then he would have walked away because he would have been like, okay, I get you. He's maybe. Just so, like, <laughs> he would have been like, imp- well, maybe, but um, how about if I just... I could totally see yeah. him doing that too. I, I, I want to say though... Um, there are a lot so i've seen this in in relationships uh, you know like in my friends and family before where there are people who are like when an argument happens they need a minute so something yeah. as big as what's happened here is obviously like an extreme example but like when an argument happens they need time to go cool off mm-hmm. and like let emotions settle and all of that stuff before talking about it and there's other personalities out there that are like I need to like I want to deal with it right away Mm -hmm. and like I don't want to like leave the room or go to sleep or you know like let a day pass while we're angry like I actually I want to deal with it we shouldn't we shouldn't let the anger go beyond this moment you Mm -hmm. know and I'm not saying that one's right and one's wrong I think it's just two different ways of approaching life yeah um well I need a minute and Matt wants to deal with it right away Right, but and that's he exactly used to here. follow me around and want to talk about it, and I would be like, "Leave me alone! I need a minute," and it would make me more mad. <laughs> he doesn't do it well, anymore. That's what's happening, you know I know. What I mean? Well, like, he didn't badger seeing. me. He would just like show up around the corner, like 
you know, waiting for me to be ready. And I was just like, I will come to you when I am ready right. to talk. So that's that's what Ross and Rachel very have not been able to like communicate and get mm-hmm. through is like, because I've seen this before, right? And that's it is like, they just weren't able to get to the point where he was like, I don't think they realize that the other perspective is also a valid perspective. Right. Because they're thinking right. like, well, if they don't want to talk about problem over. solving. Yeah. Right. Like what I know about problem solving is that if you don't solve it right now, it's just going to turn into a grudge and fester. So this is the right <laughs> way to handle it, you know? And I and I think like obviously they just aren't as mature as mature you Mature as us, yes. Well, you know. Mature. We've also attended some healthy counseling as I sh- would suggest yeah. anybody do. I would um, also second that suggestion. Yeah. So not like crisis counseling either. Like when you're in a good place, counseling is really great. I yeah. recommend. Preventive. Preventive um, health, folks. It yeah, counts it's for really your nice. relation as well. It's really nice. It's actually very enjoyable and beneficial for your relationship. So please take some counseling. Enjoy yourselves. Um, yeah. So when I think the straw that breaks the camel's back for me, well, a few of them are when they're sitting there and he's like what are you thinking what are you thinking what are you thinking what are you thinking and she's like i think i'm gonna get a pizza and he's like a pizza like you forgive me i'm like are you freaking kidding me dude like just save yourself just save yourself a little bit and don't ask stupid questions if she forgave you (laughs) she'd be looking at you and probably kissing you or holding your hand or asking you what do you think the next step? You know what I mean? Like she's looking away from you and crying. I, okay. I would like to understand from somebody out there listening because <sighs> clearly Renee and I don't get it. Because I'm I'm like you. Like I, I I don't want things to go on forever, like arguments or whatever. But I also think that there is some benefit in just having some time to just like settle down, think about it, separate yeah. out what I, you I actually, actually are upset about. Get unmad faster. When I just yeah. have a minute. Yeah. Um, but I I have no idea on what planet somebody would forgive somebody within hours of finding out that they were cheated on. Um, but I think you and I are the same here. So somebody out there listening, like, does anybody have any thoughts or feelings on this one? Like, has this happened to you or somebody you know? Like, do you get it? Do you, are, are you the type of person that is really quick to forgive? And so, like, maybe you're like, because, like, you know, Ross does kind of explode with anger quickly right in the right. moment, quite hot-headed. But maybe that's it. It's just like, oh, my God, I'm so mad. Da, da, da. And then it's like, okay, so instead of, like, needing a minute to step back and look at it, he just explodes it all out and then is like, Actually, you know, when I get down to it, of course I want to be with you. That's more important than anything else. So yes, I'll forgive you. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe that's how. Maybe that is what he would have done. He would have like freaked out, but then within two hours he would have forgiven her. Still been upset and hurt, but like, so so if somebody's out there listening that can explain it, like I don't, I don't get on what planet somebody expects to be forgiven within the within the day for cheating and, and, and then I lying think about even, it. Like, and I think even forgiveness is a really broad word. Like. I think there is a possibility for somebody to say like, okay, we can work on this. But I don't think that that means everything is better. And I think that that's what he's asking. Like, is everything better now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even like. I don't know. Maybe. But it just, it's so lighthearted when he asks, like, I forgive you. Like, it's like. it's a comedy. I know. But 
I do love when she puts the anchovies and everything just to screw them over. Yeah. Feels like the least she could do. I feel like it's, I feel like there's one thing where he's like, like with the whole slinky thing, you know, from the list, it was like he wanted her to stop being mad at him. Mm -hmm. And so there is like a, I forgive you as in like, you'll stop being mad, you'll move on. But there's also on a deeper level, I think it's like, but you're going to forgive me, right? Like, we're going to be able to get through this. Like, right. I don't think he's saying stop being mad at me, but I think he's just like, I need to know that I haven't lost you completely. Yeah, I still he think he wants he lost her to stop her. being mad. He thought he lost her completely because he thought she he lost her completely because she said, I'm done, you know, I'm breaking up with you and then went to Mark. Yeah. But then he realized that he hadn't and actually maybe what he did has lost her completely. Right. And so I think I think that's where he's at. I don't I, I don't know. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. And I don't think he's like, stop being angry. I mean, he does try to kiss her, which is like, dude. I mean, gosh, like you <laughs> so literally right. it hasn't even been 24 hours since you were with another woman. Like, do not uh-huh. put your body near my body. I would just be right. like, so maybe really, you're right. Maybe he is like, let's hug it out and kiss and make up. But yeah. like, I don't know. Some people are just like really, really, really passionate and emotional. And when they're mad, they're really mad. And and then, you know, it's just swings from one to the next one. But I don't know. Renee and I aren't like that. I would not have wanted to kiss him or look at him or talk to him for like, I wouldn't have wanted to talk to him for at least a week. I would have wanted to compose my thoughts and my feelings because he clearly isn't understanding what he's done to her. But And I feel like she hasn't even had a chance to like have a good cry because he's just like sitting there staring at him. I know. I was just thinking about that. Like leave her alone. Let Let her her like cry cry into her wine and her Chinese food. Yes. And punch a pillow and pretend it's your face. You big dumb chocolates. And throw them at the TV. Yes, like Elle Woods. Oh my gosh. I watched watched that on a plane recently and I'm just like, this is such a good movie. If you haven't watched Legally Blonde recently, watch it. Time to rewatch that. Such a classic. Such a classic. Mm. Reese Witherspoon is just a gem. She's America's sweetheart. (laughs) Um, But anyway, yeah, so... (sighs) We're pretty much, we've pretty much beaten this topic to a dead horse. Beaten it like a dead horse. Cause, well, because we, we both, we both think, you know, give time. So I would just be curious to hear if there's anyone out there. I mean, if you agree, let us know. If you disagree and you're like, no, actually, I would be the same. And I would just want to like, I would want the immediate, um, what's the word? Like when you like. Resolution. No, maybe I thought because that's it. I don't think he wants it. I thought I like giving the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's like she forgives me. It's over. Da da. Like I don't think it's that. I think he he's not stupid and he knows it's more than that. But I think he wants the immediate reassurance. Yeah, that like that they're still I done irreparable damage. Yeah. But I think even that is too much to ask. It is in like the hours following this it whole is. thing. And I don't so think it's impossible think, yeah. to to have that within hours. Um. But I think in this case it is because he just hasn't given her a, a moment, you know, to process. She can't even process she it. Can't even process. So and she's know. finding out more stuff. Like so, she finds him and catches him in the coffee shop, covering up his trail. And then they go upstairs, and I do not know why he does this, but he starts recount. He like gives her a chronological 
like layout of what happened that morning when he's like, oh, geez. And I was just and then I heard your message and I was just so excited and I just wanted to get her out of there. And I was like, how is that? How like how is that making like how? How? Why? Why and how? Like if I was Ross or if I was Rachel, like what about that story? says I love my girlfriend or like in act like okay you were upset and then you felt better and then you tried to cover up your mistake like yeah good like oh way to go yeah and then when he's like I ran around all over town trying to make sure that didn't happen I'm like oh my gosh like way to shoot yourself in the foot you idiot falling in love with you all over again I mean gosh even just to hear him basically admit it like you know before she just she didn't maybe didn't necessarily know that that's exactly what maybe was happening. She thought he had just gone right to uh-huh. Gunther to be like, please don't. I, you know what? I feel like I feel like he must just be so self-centered. Mm-hmm. And maybe I didn't realize this before, but like to not realize that like nobody care. Like Ross, that's not like. So okay, you spent all day running around. Yeah. Do you to want her to up. reimburse you for travel expenses? You felt bad and then heard her message where you, you know, assumed she was cheating on you and slammed the phone and left her there all night where she was just calling your house uh-huh. over and over and over and over again. Like, so you you made a mistake and then felt bad. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of like nobody cares. Right. She's like, supposed <laughs> to like applaud you for, for getting around town so efficiently. Yeah. Gosh, just an idiot. Anyway, at the end when... He's like, how am I supposed to live with these without these hands? It always makes me so sad because she's sad. She doesn't yeah. want it to be over. He doesn't want that it to is be re- over. Really it's, sad. It's really heartbreaking. It's the worst. It's and horrible. he's curled up at her feet like a baby koala. I know. It's and so like, sad. But she's like, it has to be over. Like, I can't do this for a minute longer. I mean, in theory, they've been there for hours and hours. Oh she's my gosh! Probably yeah, exhausted. It's three in the morning is what they is what. Well, you know, Monica says it's three o'clock in the morning. And so I think we can assume that it happened like maybe she came into the coffee shop after work. And that's, that's kind of what I thought. Out. That's kind of what yeah. I thought. I was thinking it was either that. So I, I think that makes more sense with like Ross actually having time to, you know, go to all these different places um, is that she probably, you know, goes into the coffee after work. Otherwise, I was thinking like she could have stop by the coffee shop on her way to work but I doubt that that's it because that would have given him like 10 minutes right to do all that stuff because <laughs> they were out at breakfast so yeah so I think it, it's like you know what like five or six p.m to like three in the morning it is just a marathon of emotion and discussion Oof. and him wanting to talk thinking he can talk his way out of it or thinking like if I can just stay here I can I can convince her to see my side yeah Ugh. But anyway, okay, they're sorry. officially yeah, really broken up. Scene. She officially breaks up with him. Official. I don't know if you read this or if you... Um, well, yeah, because he's forcing her to make a decision right, right then and there. Right. Like, uh, Seriously, again, had he just left and yeah. given her some space, I th- yeah, she probably would have been upset. He wouldn't have known what was going on, and that is hard. But I don't think she would have officially broken up. I think it's because he forced her hand. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you read this in I'll Be There For You or something else, but apparently that scene where they break up was so emotional that in real life, um, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer were crying. Aw. I mean, it feels very, it feels like they're actually crying. 
It, made, it, feels it real. makes me yeah. cry every single time. Did you cry when I've you watched always. it? Always. Yep, always. Aww. I'm crying. I'm always. like tearing up thinking about it. I'm not even watching Aww, it. It is it is really I'm a big baby. <laughs> Just watching Renee someone else's cries. fake relationship that I've seen a thousand times. <laughs> and I know what's going to well, happen. Speaking of other people that are tied up in a huge relationship meltdown, but it's not theirs. <laughs> Everybody else in this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. I know. It is nice uh, comic relief when you have like worlds shattering on the other side of the door, but the entire gang, other than Ross and Rachel, are stuck in Monica's room because Monica and Phoebe were <laughs> doing Waxine. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. An organic substance found recently in the rainforest. They have the best That's stuff in there. The stuff. <laughs> right. So the whole like as seen on TV, yes. a waxing system that doesn't hurt. Right. Come on. Yeah, come on. We used to we used to make fun of that stuff all the time because it was always very dramatic. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. We were like shaving right, like... shaving hurts because they're like hacking at their leg with a razor and it's like wax yeah. is messy and they're like spinning it around the room. Throwing <laughs> throwing wax around the room. We were always like, like why gotta be a better way. Be better way. <laughs> and they're like, and tweezing and the person like stabs, stabs themselves, themselves in the, in the eye. eye with a tweezer. <laughs> Every time. Oh. We used to make fun of that all the time in high school. You um, actually are the one that brought it to my attention, and you used to do the best dramatic reenactments. Well, because they, the they were always they were such dramatic reenact. I mean, all the as seen on TV stuff was dramatic reenactments. Just There's like got it. It's like it's like Joey Joey's, trying to open the milk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I guess if they weren't being dramatic, it wouldn't um, prove as Drive much of a point, point. You know, but. I think- People know how painful, but anyway. I mean, yeah. I'm also like, I've never shaved my legs like that. You look like you're chopping wood. Yeah. <laughs> I just usually slide it up my leg. Yeah, I rinse it off calm. and then I slide it up another spot. <laughs> Ooh, crazy. Gets a little <laughs> dodgy around the ankles, but I usually survive it. <laughs> don't need a tourniquet. You um, don't bleed out? Weird. I don't bleed out. Um, but yeah, the girls are doing waxing, which is supposed to not hurt, but apparently hurts a lot. Um, have you ever done at-home waxing? Yeah, we've done it together. You did we? Remember? No, I couldn't remember. I kind of do now. Yumi, Yumi and Kim did it once at Kim's house um, in like back in high school, I think. Did we use the strips, um, like the pre-wax strips, or did we use like yeah, a can of so. wax? Oh, okay. I've never done no, like I the can of wax. strips. No, I haven't. Um, I've only ever had that done to me at a salon. By a professional? Um, yeah, That's I don't good. like the whole idea of like put a block of wax, put like a candle essentially over a, <laughs> like a heater, a space heater, you know, like melt it down. <laughs> or a on. microwave. I'm just like, yeah, I was like, there's no way that I'm like, I'm not a qualified professional. No. Like I'm not going to be able to do. This I don't, is, this I is shocking news hair. to me. Yeah. This is <laughs> I all just shocking like, I can news. barely pluck my own eyebrows do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I can't be trusted to like get it in the right spot and not rip my skin off mm-hmm. and not burn myself and yeah. not I don't know and like do it evenly like I can't do any of that stuff um I've never waxed my legs I will say that too so I recently like I've only ever done other areas okay yeah I've I've done a few I recently tried to wax my legs with the strips and they were like big strips so they're like you know leg size yeah 
leg size. Um, I'm pretty sure I got about three pieces of hair out. It was horrible. Yeah. It hurt so bad. Whereas like, you know, like I've done my armpits or like I've done like my bikini line and like those worked pretty well. I don't know what it is about my yeah. leg hair that isn't going anywhere. I'm really don't not you sure. Laser your legs? Yeah, this is yeah, but there's still well, I only did my knees down is lasered. Oh, okay. So And even if you laser, like it, Yeah, you like still have hair, hair back. Just... back. Yeah, not as much. Um and maybe right. that was part of the problem. Maybe there just wasn't as much hair to yeah, be had. So it's just but like still little like thin bits. Usually it's like you wax it and you get like eighty to ninety percent of it off. Yeah. And that's then you the have idea, to like yeah. maybe rewax that last spot and get the last yeah. 10 or 20 percent yeah but i think i got about 10 percent instead and i tried a different uh, spot and it did the same thing and it was just so red it hurt so bad and then i was like that's enough whatever shaving my legs is not that bad <laughs> yeah i don't i was gonna say i feel like your legs like not your legs but legs are such a big area yeah that that's a I lot of strips mind. of wax I, it's a lot of wax mm-hmm. and the waxing is painful. So like I'd rather like I don't yeah, I've done bikini whatever like that's fine. It hurts, but like just get that over with and it lasts a lot longer. But for legs, I don't mind shaving. Yeah, I will stick to shaving. It absolutely would not even if I completed my mission, which would be waxing both of my entire legs. It would it not too be, painful wor- to be it, worth it. Yeah, exactly. It would take so much pain. <laughs> To get it all right. done and to think about, okay, so maybe it would sh- save me shaving for like a couple of weeks. I, it's not even yeah. worth it. You know what I mean? Like, so let me ask you, were you using Painzine? I was using, oh my gosh, that's what it was. I don't know why I even ordered Painzine. And were you wearing a satin nighty like the girls in the commercial? I wasn't. And maybe that's why. I was wearing um, that's a problem. strawberry shortbread outfit like Monica's. Strawberry shortcake? Yes. What did I say? Strawberry shortbread. Have I said everything wrong today? <laughs> no. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> mostly. But yeah, what is she wearing? It's like, it looks like it came off a teddy bear from my childhood. Oh, I don't hate it. You don't? I can't remember what it is, but isn't it like, isn't it like plaid, like red and black shorts or something like that? It's not like red that? and black shorts. It's It's like a knitted... She's wearing like a red sweater and like tied around her waist. No, on her body. Well, at least at one oh. point it's on her body. Yeah, I guess they're red and white plaid shorts, but the the sweater is like also kind of has a different plaid. I think it's just like 100% an outfit I would have bought from the Gap in high in like Maybe. middle school and worn my matching sets that I used to wear that yeah. were like that were like purple and white plaid shorts with like a purple shirt that had a white decal mm-hmm. like you were styling. Yeah, that's what I was cool. <laughs> you were super cool. You still are. Fashion icon. Um, no, it was this. There's this new, uh, well, I mean, new-ish. There's this brand called Flamingo that Target started selling of like wax and stuff kits. Anyway, I tried one of those and it hurt like hell. So okay, well, you heard it here first. You heard it here don't first. Use flamingo wax. At least don't do um, the leg one. I can't speak for anything else, but right. Yeah, it was real painful. Um, but yeah, so they're stuck in there waxing and screaming. And um, I love when the guys run in with like a sauce pot and like a teapot <laughs> in a Dutch oven. Like, what happened? What? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't know what they thought they were going to do with those kitchen items, but <laughs> they were ready for anything, question mark. Um, they come in and they're like, what's happening? And they're like, oh, we're just waxing our legs. And he's like, off? <laughs> Which is a fair yeah. question because the way they screamed. And I yeah. think this is one of those typical things where, like, guys always think they have a higher pain tolerance than girls. Why? It is Why absolutely never true. We literally push babies out of our body. I mean, enough. Ashley like, and I don't I do that. Have babies. We don't yeah, do we that. We haven't had babies, but, but everyone, we hear it hurts. <laughs> we hear it hurts. But every other woman we know basically has multiple times. And they have not only lived to tell the tale, but they are like, thriving despite the fact that they've done this and, and i doing it multiple times yes and then just walking around living life like and then taking normal. care of like two other kids while they just pushed another one out like i will never understand how men think that they have I would a higher also pain like tolerance to say, i so i definitely think that women have a higher pain tolerance i also think that women have a higher emotional pain tolerance yes because we deal with some bullshit you guys yes we do from the men folk cue to everything we were just talking about yes exactly ross and rachel um but yeah so the guys think they have a higher pain tolerance real cute and i love that phoebe's like oh okay sure here you go and just put some wax yeah. on his arm and he pulls it yeah, off cute. and he's like mm, mm, like a whimpering dog and and did you notice in that scene it actually looks like matt leblanc's arms are shaved yeah but i feel like i've never noticed him to be a hairy guy I guess that other than just the head hair, but <laughs> well, yeah. yeah but his, there is the head hair. His arms did look really smooth, and so yeah. I was like, well, he didn't even have anything to pull out. Um. So now that now that I'm off, well, I'm not off Netflix, but Friends is in America. Um. But I did just hear from a friend; she's in South Korea, and it's still alive and well on Netflix in South Korea. So all you kids out there in South Korea, enjoy what you've got. Um, we actually do have some listeners from Korea. Yeah. The stats have shown so. The stats have shown. Anyang. Anyang. Um, Anyang seong. It means hello in South Korean. I also put my, all, I also put my hand up when I said it because of Arrested <laughs> Development. Arrested Development. <laughs> Anyang. Um, it's the only reason I know what Anyang means anyway. But um, they, what was I saying? Oh, Matt LeBlanc isn't that hairy. What were we talking about? Yes. You were saying that Netflix is still on. Oh, South Korea. thank you. Netflix. Think, yeah. Yes. So Netflix is I'm off Netflix for friends. So I'm back on the DVDs. And um they had the part when he like whimpers like a dog. Chandler's like, Okay, Tin Man. Did they say that oh, in your version? No, they skipped. Okay, that part. I thought so. I was like, I feel like this is one of those things that they cut out. Now I'm gonna have a hard time remembering what gets cut out and what's not. I feel like I've been watching Netflix for so long. But I like it. Like, kind of caught well, me off guard. So I was like, "Oh, you're probably gonna see things and then be like, oh, that's right.' Yeah. So you'll actually probably remember it even more. Yeah, probably. So yeah, he's like, "Uh, okay, Tin Man," because he's just like, mm, mm, like he whimpers yeah. at him like twice, which I was like, "Oh, that's actually pretty good." Um, yeah. So anyway, they hear Ross and Rachel start to go at it. Everything we just discussed. Actually, I also want to say I do love when Rachel's like beating him with a phone book. I think that's a pretty good move. Yeah, girl, um, do it. I'm, and I do like the part where he says something. I can't remember what he says, and it was stupid. And so she, he just hands her back the phone book. <laughs> Probably the best move he made the entire day, actually. <laughs> the more I think about it. 
Um, so anyway, they shut the door. They don't want them to know that they're in there. They're all very shocked, except the guys who knew this was happening. And then the girls are pissed when they're like, you didn't tell us that they were, you know, that he cheated on her and you told him not yeah. to tell her like a moron. Yeah. Anyway, um, they're all in there starving. Joey wants to leave. And all I can think is I'm so excited for the other time, the next time yes, they get stuck in there when he's, when he's yes, looking for the box of snacks, snacks and the Mad Libs. <laughs> And I like that, like, you'd think that, like, Monica would not have noticed that there was a I know, yeah, right. in her room. Yeah, right. But it is cute that, that they, like, bring it full circle on that when we get there. Um, But, yeah, so they're stuck in there listening to the whole argument. It's really sad. And they're all like, what's going to happen, like, if they don't make it, you know? Yeah. They're eating wax. Can't taste good. Oh gosh, that's so funny. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> no. Well, okay. I have, um, I like, I don't know if you've ever had honey that comes in the comb. Well, yes, I have from you, actually. Ah. And I really like Zero chewing on treat. the comb part. The comb part. Yes. It's so really fun. I think it's like, imagine that, but with, with no, no honey sweet <laughs> flavor, it would be gross and weird. Yeah. I do love chewing on the comb, though. That's super fun. Yeah. It's weird. I don't it's, know why it's so satisfying. It's weird, but it is. Int- you know what? I actually, um, I'm having this flashback. Do you remember back when you had braces and when they'd like leave a little wire sticking out, they gave you oh, that like yeah, wax. tin of wax yeah. to cover? And like sometimes it would accidentally pop off and you'd have, end up with like a little ball of gross wax in your mouth. Yeah. Probably. I think that's what it tasted yeah, like. Yeah, you're probably right. Not as fun as a honeycomb. No, not as fun as a honeycomb. Um, yeah, so they're eating wax, rough times, um, but that's where they're at. They're trying not to give away that they've been in the room the whole time, and when they finally come out, Rachel's asleep on the couch. Yeah, that's so sad. It is sad. Um, but yeah. I'm ready to be done with this discussion. Yes, same. <laughs> um, it's too sad. The only thing we didn't talk about that I think is funny is when... Phoebe comes in at the very beginning and she's like, why are you mopping the ceiling? And Monica's like, well, because I got banana on it. She goes, oh, I have spirit of an old Indian woman in mine. And Monica's like, oh, so you know. So then you know. (laughs) Yeah. I like how they just are like. They just just go with it with Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Well, um, I'm kind of glad we're out of the woods. We're not out of the woods. Who am I kidding? But no. I'm glad that the, like... It gets like, worse before it gets better, but... It kind of does, but the, like, sad part is over, at least for me, for now. Yes, the the weepy, now it's just going to be angry. So yeah. just some of the other dwarfs. Now it's very bickery, all the other emotions that you go through, stages of grief. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks for thanks for going along this ride with us, you guys. Um, this has been episode sixteen, the one with the morning after. Thankfully, I don't think we ever have to see Chloe and her nonsense ever again. Yeah, I think you're right. Ooh, praise be, uh, praise be. Um, <laughs> may the Lord open. May the Lord. Oh, now you're finally. I say praise be all the time, but now you're finally noticing it because you watch Handmaid's Tale now. <laughs> yeah, I've binged all of the seasons. Um, okay. So thanks for joining us. Uh, This has been that episode I just said. So tune in next time. Episode 17. Another episode. And it is the one without the ski trip. Uh, I didn't realize that happened so quickly after the breakup. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the most fighty episode they have. We're going to play. We're going to have to play 
them. <laughs> Very good. It's hard to say. You guys can find out what that means next week. All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.